When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, I think, interesting, and uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Coach Tops, I'm going to have you um, introduce yourself and tell your basketball journey kind of how you started coaching where you started um and then you know kind of where you are right now and uh we'll we'll dive in and we'll have a conversation about the the, the best sport ever invented in my opinion we can have a dis- we could we could probably have a podcast on when this sport was invented Pete there's a, there's a lot of discussion about that but um <laughs> so it's like i think it's been around longer than people think it has but uh so go ahead. I'm going to turn it over to you, Coach Tufts, and just kind of just introduce yourself and then just kind of tell your basketball journey. You don't have to go back to the crib, but uh, just go back and kind of tell us how your basketball journey started and where how you got to the point where you are right now. 
All right. Well, thanks for having me, Coach. Uh, I'm all the way out here in Sherwood, Oregon, and uh, I've been a, a West Coast guy my whole life. So I lived in Oregon and Washington a little bit back and forth, but I went to high school at Eastside Catholic. It's right outside Seattle and played in the Metro League against an extremely, extremely good league. You know, Jamal Crawford and Nate Robinson played against those guys when they're at Rainier Beach. And, um, and then I came down back to Oregon so and I played basketball. That, that, nothing related with basketball. Yeah. So describe the describe the Northwest to me. It's really I've literally not been in th two, three states: Oregon, Washington, and Alaska. Those are the only three states in the continental United States I've not stepped foot in. I think I've flown into Washington, but I don't think I've stepped. I mean, I guess I was in the airport, but um, yeah. So describe the Northwest to me. Oh man, it is uh, absolutely gorgeous. There's green everywhere. We have the mountains. Like from where I live, the, the mountains are, you know, an hour away. Uh, the okay. beach is just over an hour away. I mean, you've got everything. And, 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 and it's fishing, and, and it's, hiking. It's not like San Diego where you get cold. Oh yeah, we. I, I wish it was kind of like San Diego, but um, <laughs> right now today's is going to be eighty, and Oregonians are losing their mind because um, this is the first kind of turn of good weather for the spring so we're we're pretty okay. excited about it yeah okay. but we, we have four definitive seasons four for sure and yeah, it yeah. rains okay. and it rains a ton like once the basketball season once it starts really raining you know it's basketball season <laughs> i always say i know it's basketball season when i lose when i lose sunlight like yep when it gets dreary in wisconsin and the snow starts flying it's november to march um, and when I leave the gym and I walk to my car after a practice and I see the sun, then I know spring's coming. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, it, it sounds Wisconsin, once you get to north, I mean, you get to the two, top two thirds of Wisconsin or even min, Minnesota, it's it's lakes and trees. Um, so I bet it would be very similar. I bet it would be like it'd be like the uh, northeast is Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire are very green too. I bet we just don't have the mountains that you guys or the or the ocean. But we have the lakes. Yeah. <laughs> we have, yeah, no, we it have is. the most fresh water in the in the world which might be valuable someday, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, no joke. <laughs> I, I went to a wedding up in north northern Wisconsin a couple uh, a couple of years ago and it was looked very similar to Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, I think right it is. Lake I think up there. It was gorgeous. It is it's, yeah. it is gorgeous. It is. It's not I'm not meaning to offend anybody, but it's not like driving through one of the Dakotas where it's just, <laughs> or, or Southern Illinois. If you've ever driven through Southern Illinois, again, not offending anybody from Southern Illinois, but it is blah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done a, a cross country state. road trip all the way to Vermont from, from Oregon. So I've seen, seen a lot. And like you said, Vermont, Maine, very similar to Oregon, um, beautiful country, but yeah. the, the Midwest, and there's some stretches different, of Texas different experience. that way too. There's some there's some stretches of Texas when you're flying when you're going east to west. It's like whoa, where am I? Like it's just big, <laughs> like, I know. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so then so so you've been a, a West Coast kid, and then you played outside of Seattle. Then what? Uh, I came down and played at a Division three school called Pacific University, in Forest Grove. Go Boxers! Um, and had a great experience there. You know, I mean, as you know, once you're when you, if you get a chance to play in college, those are your, those are your brothers. We've been all, all of our weddings and all those, those teammates are lifelong friends. So I had a really special I, the, experience people there. Under, people under, I tell my players this, first of all, don't get caught up on the number unless you're, yeah. unless you're a lottery pick, it doesn't really matter. 
And then Division Three is I played Division Three basketball too. And my hopefully my son's gonna play Division Three basketball. It, it's a great thing, to be honest with you. Um, because you play for love of the sport. It's kind of like high school in some respects. Um, yeah, man, it was so, it was so fun. And you're all getting through it together and you're all man, academics are usually really tough. And so you're all that's another bonding experience that <laughs> you're grinding, sweating that out. And right. Uh, it, it was so much fun. Yeah. So I, I played there for four years and then stayed and got my master's in teaching. So I was an assistant coach for a year at Pacific during, while I was getting my master's. Okay. And then, yeah, then I just got right into the workforce and got a job at Scapoos High School, just um, kind of west of Portland. Okay. And I, I was an assistant coach for six years. Assistant, JV, just kind of had a lot of different roles. But in those six years, we had four different head coaches. And so it was just uh, an interesting experience for the program, but it was awesome for me because I got to learn from four different guys. So I and tell some, young coaches that all the time. The more mentors you can find, even the bad mentors I had, I learned something from. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's, do. I took stuff that I still, still use. And there was stuff that I immediately, I said, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> right. And, right. And you don't learn that unless you experience it. And right. it, it was awesome. It was a great learning experience. Um, and then I, I got the head job after those six years. And I was a head coach at Scapoose for five years. And we had a lot of success. We won three league titles. We were fortunate enough to win a state title uh, in 2015. And oh, those that are was the best. Those are the best. Oh my gosh. It, it was incredible. And, and just uh, a couple of weeks ago, like four of our guys from that team came over. I mean, I know we're in the pandemic, we're, but we were out front, um, ordered pizza, and they played with my kids. I mean, they're family. You know, I mean, that's the, the beauty of being a coach. And it's not just the kids from the state title team. I've got kids, you know, you know, this as a coach, kids come back all the time. They want to see my kids growing up, but it was, it's also, there's a little bit different special bond when you win a state title. It, it's just different. There is. And, I'm telling you. So you probably know Wesley who plays, for, who played for Portland early in his career. Wesley Matthews was one of my guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. He was one of my players and he won a state title his senior year with all his friends that he grew up with. And he's had like a 13, 14 year NBA career and he still talks about it. Like, and he's an mm -hmm. NBA guy. Like, okay, you're defending LeBron, but you're still talking about winning the state title with your high school friends. Okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell, I tell the kids, I, uh, we had a meeting last week with my players and, and I held up, I held up my hand and, and showed them my ring, one of my rings. And I said, mom can't buy this for you at Target. Like, <laughs> I said, you got to go earn this, like in the off season uh -huh. and do those kind of things. And they're looking at me like, well, you know, it's like, I got a little bit more street street cred than the average person, which helps too. It does help. Oh, it's huge. Oh, yeah, it does. It does help. Yeah. Um, and it helps with parents. <laughs> you oh, it know. definitely helps with parents. It's like, I, yeah. I'm to the point in my career where like, I'll just go fishing. Like I, I don't mm. deal with like, it's like, okay. You know, I'm, I've proven what we can do and feel like I've righted the ship, but, um, so yeah. where are you still there? Are you still at that school? So after being the head coach for five years, um, I me and my family, we moved over to Sherwood and okay. there's bigger classifications. So Scapoose was four a, we have six classifications in Oregon. Okay. Uh, and then we moved up to the Sherwood is in the six a classification. So the biggest, biggest, uh, schools in Oregon. 
and six, eight. Walk- it's so hard. I'm going to yeah. write a blog on all the classifications because it's so hard for me to keep track of. Like, oh, it's bizarre. Then it's so weird. We Washington go one through five. Story. We go one okay. through five, and I'm in one, and one is the biggest. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, one is the biggest, and it goes two, three, four, five. Like five might have a school in northern Wisconsin or somewhere of you know eighty, but we're a school. I we're one. We're like twenty two, twenty three hundred. So, yeah, it's crazy. Can't, I can't keep track yeah. of them all over the country. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And some of them just, yeah, it's bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, so we, we came over to Sherwood, and this is my fifth year. Sorry. <laughs> this is the best part, Coach. I can't, like, people go, how long have you been coaching? And say, like, let me go look in my room, and then I'll count the pictures of all my teams. I go, I don't remember anymore. And, like, I remember the players, but I don't remember how many years I've been coaching or, you know. It is funny. Yeah, came over to Sherwood, and that first year, uh, we won five games, you know, and, and two years prior, we had won a state title at Scapoos. So right. those were some, I said, to, I told myself, my wife before the season, I would, Hey, just remind me about once a week that it's going to take time because I'm going to be pulling my hair out. And yeah, there was a lot of late nights. Like, and then you just overanalyze every little thing. I'm like, am I doing it right? Um, staying up late, too late, watching every, every little thing of film. But we, we got a lot of momentum and those seniors, they, they were awesome. You know, they bought in and we just, it just takes time to build your culture and build your system. And uh, I, tell, to, I tell you, yep. I tell young coaches, I mentor, I said, it takes, it usually takes seven. Um, I was able to get to the state tournament when I took over our program in five, but I was a little lucky. Um, I usually say, and culture takes several, like you're not going to change the culture overnight. It, it takes mm-hmm. time to change it, especially if it hasn't been winning. Um, so tell me that, tell me your thoughts on the difference between coaching and classifications. Is, are there any? You know, that was a, uh, a question in the interview, right? They're like, okay, you're, you're coming up to the big boys. I'm like, well, it's basketball, right? And you got to, build relationships. You got to build trust. You got to build fundamentals and build your culture and everything like to build a program. And I was listening to your, your podcast about building, building a program. And when you were talking about what you did, when you got to your school through all these different stages as well, just in the last five years, basketball is basketball, you know, and now there's better athletes at this level, which you would expect teams are deeper, which you would, it's the same. And it's so much fun, you know? And I think Here's what I tell people. This is the math person in me. It's like 90% the same, 10% different here. And, and you hit on a lot of the differences. Like 
if you're if you're coaching in a school of 80 you don't have as big a bench you don't have you might not be able to beat people off the dribble quite the same i mean there's just there's that 10 percent is those little things that you literally have no control over like mm-hmm. you know you might only have seven people on your roster like if you're at a small school um but i i agree i think it's i think it's i think it's it is. It's basketball. It's like no different than playing it in Europe. You know, what's the difference? I mean, they have different rules, I guess. But um, you have the shot clock? Uh, we don't. You know, Washington does right above us. California does right below us. But Oregon has not adopted a shot clock. And it's a heavy topic. You know, tons of coaches are pushing for it. ADs are weary. Um, administration is worried about the cost. I mean, there's, you know, and I heard one of your podcasts, you guys were talking about it. There's so many different factors. Um, that I think it'll get here within five years, but we don't have one right now. Yeah, I think it, I think it actually the pandemic probably pushed everything back a little bit from from a mm-hmm. financial standpoint is my guess. But I don't know. I again, sometimes I, I really, to be honest with you, don't care that much. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to have that. I mean, I just think, like I've said in my podcast, I think what's pure about high school basketball is diff- the different styles that you see. It's not as generic as a collegiate game. Collegiate games all start kind of looking the same. You know, obviously, if you watch mm-hmm. Syracuse, it looks a little different. But the style, everything seems very similar. Where if you go into a high school gym and anywhere, you're going to see 17 different styles of the game because there isn't a shot clock. And there isn't that, like, picking, you know, thing. It's interesting um yeah i'm sounding old when i say that but it's it's you know um no it's true and and i've you know college coaches they they give us a lot of credit like friends that i've talked to like man you high school coaches you got to adjust to what you got like we can recruit to what we get or to our system and so yeah we i got to give ourselves credit you know sometimes like we're we got to adjust and and adapt and um based on what we got and so man what might the stuff that we run three years from now might be different Right. Um, so I'm going to just, I'm going to throw a couple curveballs at you. If you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? Shooting, um, scrimmage, and just play, and then some defensive breakdowns. Why? I think we, we have to mirror as, as much what happens in games as much as we possibly can. Um, so if you gotta, you gotta score to win it. Right. So we had to work on our shooting and I, we pride ourselves on being a shooting program. Um, we, we shoot a ton of threes in games. We shoot a, a ton in the off season. And then, like I said, scrimmage, like we just got to play and then you can coach on the fly and about making decisions, making reads and then defensive breakdowns. Like you can teach that in scrimmage, but man, some kids just got, got to, got to rep you know, whatever skill or whatever weaknesses they're at. Right. That's a great question. That's a great, there's been a move, a huge movement to small sided games. What's your feeling on that? It's interesting that people call it this. Cause I think coaches have just been doing it forever. Like, okay, we're going to put you in a situation that happens in the game and we're going to play and teach you out of it. And now there's the lingo, you know, we, we hear all the lingo that it gets passed down from NBA and some of the clinic talk and all that. Like, man, no, we're, we're going to play basketball. Um, so small sided games, are good, but I think that we already do that, you know, and we, we play four on four and practice a ton. We'll, we'll play three on three. We'll work on a certain action. Um, but I think that's just a term that a lot of us have been doing f- forever. 
for for 30 years. That's what, that's the only thing. Yeah. It's like you just named it, which is great, but I've been doing that since I've started because that's what I wanted. To, that's the way I wanted to learn. I tell people, this is from someone that's taught for 30 plus years. You can't do one thing all the time. Like you lose them. Like being a yeah. teacher is being an entertainer. And if you do the same thing, every, you tell the same jokes every time, they're not going to laugh at you. So you have to change, you have to change your, you have to change your presentation and it's no different in coaching and then in teaching. However, if I'm teaching you trig or pre-calculus and you can't do a basic algebraic equation, I have to teach you, literally tell you and show you and have you practice doing that skill. That's my only issue with the small side game stuff is don't go so far that that's all you're doing. Because yeah. you're dealing with, you know, a 15 year old girl or boy, you might have to teach them how to jump stop <laughs> or, you know, how to, you know, there, there's skill sets that you have to teach um, that I think are getting, that's my only issue with it is I think some of those skill sets are getting lost. You know, you know, you pivot out of, pivot out of problems, people, um, you know, you got to show them how to pivot or how to set a screen. Don't assume they know how to set a screen. Uh <laughs> I've had really good players that can't set screens and don't know how. Um, and I would have to show them exactly how to set a screen or how to set a screen up or things like that. So um, that's my only issue with it is I, I think it's great. And I think I've been doing it forever, but um, that movement has almost taken over in some respects. And it's like, you can't play games the whole practice because in my opinion, I mean, you can, but it's, there's, there's time for skill sets too, in my opinion. Um, well, I mean, you, you touched on, we're teachers, right? Right. And so how can you scaffold it to get you ready for that live action? And then you play some live. Okay. And now you're going to come back and reteach it again. Right. Just like in the classroom, you're going to teach this, this skill set, and then you have an assessment. Okay. You didn't do great on it. Well, let's reteach it. Right. Um, so sometimes I, I have to remind even my coaching staff or other coaches that I'm friends with, or people that come to me with questions, like we are teachers. And my classroom just has two baskets hanging on yes. the ceiling. That's the only difference. Rather than a well, rather than a Promethean board or a whiteboard, <laughs> it's got yeah. these baskets hanging. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. And sometimes coaches even don't give themselves enough credit. They don't realize that they're a teacher. No, I'm just a coach. I'm not a teacher in the classroom. So I've got a different job and I come in, I'm a coach. No, you're a teacher and you do a great job. And these are the things that you do. And then sometimes that light bulb goes off for people that aren't don't have the profession in the classroom like oh you're right and so that perspective i think is really important for people in our profession to understand i think it is too um tell me your coaching philosophy in three sentences or less okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a new Oh, game. man. Yeah, that, that's. This is a new one. This is a new one. In, in three sentences, coaching philosophy. Um, I love my players. All right, so if I would have put that in a kind of a statement, I would say yeah, coach out have, of love. It doesn't have to flow. This isn't an interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I coach out of love. Okay. Um, and get up and down and shoot a lot of threes. Okay. And we're we're going to be really tough, hard-nosed, like competitors. So competitors. What do you mean by competitors? Uh, well, we're going to compete in the classroom. We're going to compete for a rebound, on whether it's an offensive or a defensive rebound. Uh, we're going to compete to win every single little drill uh, in practice. We're gonna, so, it, as, as you know, like we're trying to teach these kids to be successful in life. And so I right. think teaching that competitive nature is a huge life skill. And it doesn't mean the other person has to lose and like in the corporate world or whatever job you have, but you have to compete for yourself to, to have success. And so we talk about competition a lot. I mean, life is like a competition all the time about everything, you know, um, sometimes it's healthy and sometimes it's not. Um, if you could talk about one topic about basketball. So let's say I gave you an hour and I gave you a mic and I gave you a room full of coaches and you could talk about one topic, what topic would that be and why? I, I, I'd probably go back to my first like little coaching philosophy is I, I coach out of love. And so I could talk about that for uh, forever and okay. just examples of how I foster that within a program and try to make it a family atmosphere and foster um, that positive culture where kids want to come back after they've graduated and see my kids and see my family and have dinners. Um, so that, that's really, really important to me, you know, and one of my coaching goals is I want to be invited to my players' weddings. Right. You know, I, I want to have that to be a lifelong relationship and don't get me wrong. I want to win. Like I'm super, <laughs> super competitive. Um, but I don't think if, I think it's really hard to win if you're, if you're not building a foundation of, um, family and where the kids are going to run through a wall for you. Yeah. I think, I think that's part of the secret sauce for any coaches that are listening to that. To be honest with you, that's, that's one of the secret sauces more than the out of bounds play. You're going to run with 37 seconds to go is, is that, um, cause just think about your own family and my family, my family would do anything for me. Well, that's what you want them to do when you're competing inside of your, you know, game is that that exact same thing and there's a bond like you said with your state tournament there's a bond it's almost and, and I, by no means am i just my comparing basketball to war but it's almost like a band of brothers that um there's this mentality in the fog of war where 
I will do whatever I can to help and protect you. <laughs> um, I refer to it as the foxhole test. I, we, we, that's a Don Meyer thing that we do in our program, the foxhole test, where, you know, you're in the foxhole. What are the, who are the three teammates you'd want in the foxhole? Um, and I have them actually fill that out. And you'd be interested in seeing that. It's the same kids are in the foxhole. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I've also said to some of my players, I want to be in a foxhole with you for a billion dollars because as soon as the first shot runs, you're going, you're going that way. <laughs> you're not with me. But we all know those players that would sit in that foxhole with you and would stay there to the end. And those are the ones you want. Um, and that's what I try to convey to them. It's that family. It's that band of brothers. Great, great HBO miniseries. If you haven't seen it, Band of Brothers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's that it's that camaraderie that that's that's the we the VFW is always busy with all these guys from you know the Vietnam War, the Korean War because it's a band, they they have that special bond together because they were people were trying to kill them you know it's like um, and again that's a, a silly little game is nowhere a comparison to war but it's similar in that respect as far as that that family and that band of brothers I agree um, do you have a coaching failure that we could dive into that would help other coaches? Oh gosh. I know I've got a lot. So, <laughs> but I'm trying or to think a turning of something. Moment. Just... I think I, either failure or pivotal coaching moment. Wording is important. Words matter. Um, I think we live yeah. in a world right now where everyone knows that words matter. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to hear other podcasts by coach Collins, go over and check out high school hoops and teacher side gig, and then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five-star reviews. That would be great. Um, and then if you have 30 seconds after that, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports social podcast network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.